0: This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi and welcome to the show. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how to pitch yourself as a podcast guest. And it's come about because I have just finished my publicity for pet businesses free challenge this week. Well, it was last week, actually, I'm recording this in the third week of January. And quite a lot of people who took part in the challenge said that they wanted to be pitching to podcasts. Now, I'd already had a call with um, a lady who'd mentioned podcast pitching to me as well and she was looking for some support with that. So I thought I would do a whole episode on this topic. So in this episode you're going to learn everything that you need to know if you're thinking of pitching yourself as a podcast guest. All the things that you need to put in your pitch, the kind of work you need to do beforehand, the kind of things that podcast podcast people as in podcasters like myself, still very new to it so excuse me, look for when they're looking for guests and what they expect from the guests afterwards as well Um, and I'll also include a template which you can go and download after you've finished listening to the show and in there it will have everything that you need to know it will show you how to write your pitch and then if you want to go and send off your pitch it's all been done for you now if you've got any questions at all after you finish listening or you'd like to stay in touch then do head over to my free Facebook group it's publicity tips for pet businesses on Facebook and you can find me online at www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk and there you'll also find other episodes covering lots of other things about publicity for your pet business. So now on for the main part of the show but I just wanted to let you know where you can go if you want a little bit more help when it comes to getting your pet business out there. Okay so first of all when we're thinking about pitching to a podcast The first thing to consider is what kind of podcast are you going to pitch to? So this will depend on what kind of business that you have. So just as a bit of an example of the different kind of podcasts that you could maybe approach, you could, if you've got a pet business, obviously, you could approach a business podcast. So you could approach one like this one that you're listening to now, where I'm sharing tips on how to promote your pet business. So if you were, say, a, let's say if you were a social media expert or a Facebook ads expert or a bot specialist or something like that, then actually pitching to this podcast might be helpful because my listeners are already interested in promoting their businesses. That's why they're listening to me. So if you pitch to me about a different area that I can't cover myself, then that could be a really helpful episode for my audience. So, for example, one of the episodes I'm really hoping that I'll be able to record soon is about how to set up ambassador programs. Now, again, that is all about promoting your business, but I have not got a clue where you would start with that. So I'm going to get an expert in and she's going to explain about ambassador programs. And that's going to be really relevant to my listeners because they want to have more people find out about their products and so they can make more sales. So it fits in really nicely with my podcast. Um, another type of podcast could be a local podcast. So if there is a podcast that everybody in your town or village or city listens to and you think you can go and offer them something really entertaining and useful and engaging for their readers, that their, uh, their readers, their listeners are going to love, then you can go and pitch to a local podcast as well. So have a think about maybe if you're thinking about podcasts, look at people look at podcasts locally. So let's say if you were a dog trainer, and there was a local podcast in your town or village, you could you could be a brilliant guest on there because you could go on and talk about the puppy pandemic, you could go on and talk about how to help your dog cope with Christmas with the stress, you could talk about all kinds of different things. So going on a local podcast, that's going to be really helpful for you because you're going to be listened to by people in your local area. They're going to discover you. They're going to be familiar with you. You're going to build that trust there. You're going to show your expertise. And then if they know people who are thinking of getting a dog trainer, then you've already been in front of them. You've already demonstrated, you know what you're talking about. You've already given some really valuable content so they can recommend you, which is what it's all about, isn't it? Then you might be thinking of pitching to a pet owner podcast. So something like a dog's life with Anna Webb so Anna has loads of different experts talking about all kinds of different things but ultimately it is for pet owners that's Anna's audience also pet professionals as well but her content is there for pet owners um so you know she's talked about Battersea Dogs Home she's talked about feeding she talks about treats she talks about all kinds of different products so that would be that's a podcast for pet owners and people who have got a real understand people who want to improve their understanding of all things around dogs um, you might also want to consider pitching to um, a breed-specific podcast if you're looking for pet owners. That's if that's who you want to reach. So, for example, if there's a podcast just for Dashund owners, whether it's um, you know a Dashund influencer or or a trainer or anything like that, you might want to go and pitch to them. That would be really really helpful because if you're a dog trainer and you only work with that specific breed, then you want to have more people in your audience who have those dogs. And the more people know about you as a Dachshund specialist, the better, particularly with online as well. Another example um, of a pet owner podcast is um, Woofing Pawsome. So Woofing Pawsome is a podcast by a guy called Greg Patterson. I'm not sure if he's related to Vicky from Geordie Shore, but anyway, he's based up here in the northeast. And we were having a conversation actually last night before I recorded this. And he said, it would be great to have you on my podcast. So I was like, yeah, okay. It would be great to be on Greg's podcast. And I'm really sure that he's asked me. But normally, if I go on a podcast, I'm talking about business tips, about getting publicity, about blogging, about awareness days, about all the things that I teach people to do and how to, you know, how to use them to get publicity. So when I'm I'm putting together my pitch for Greg, I've got to come up with something completely different. So I think it's going to be okay because I've got a pet blog and I, I write for pet owners as well. So I will be able to come up with an idea for Greg, which is going to be relevant to his pet owner audience and I also live in the northeast as well the same area as Greg up in Newcastle so I'm going to be able to tailor something really specific for him maybe for dogs in the northeast not quite sure what I'm going to do but I'm going to make sure it's going to be targeted for pet owners and not for pet professionals because they would listen to that and think why is she going on about press releases or or you know getting publicity I just want to know like places to walk my dog or what to do if my dog keeps running off in the park so I need to make it really relevant for them um, and then you've got like an influencer style podcast as well so again a little bit similar to what I was saying there let's say if let's say if you are a trainer just for Beagles so there's a girl called Kelly Wynn I'll link to her in the show notes for this episode but she's known as the Beagle lady and she only trains Beagles so she's got this massive brilliant business um with people all over the world who she helps and she helps like she like lives in the uk but she helps people in texas and like all over the world she's just amazing she's got a youtube channel so she's a huge influencer when it comes to beagle owners so if you um you know what you might want to do is if again if you had something specific for beagle owners let's say if you'd written a book about beagles or if you had like a product range for beagle owners or even like you know really like I love wearing scruffy little terrier stuff because I'm a terrier owner but if you had a similar range for beagles then Kelly's beagle podcast or beagle channel might be something that you'd want to get involved in so you might go and pitch to her. So that is a bit of an idea about the kind of different types of podcasts that you can pitch to. So if you're thinking, I want to be on a podcast, but I'm not quite sure where to go, then there's a few pointers for you there and a few examples as well. So next, I'm going to talk about the the steps to follow if you've found a podcast and you want to approach them and you want to do it properly because you want them to say yes, because of course you want them to say yes, don't you? You don't want to just send off some rubbish pitch and for them to ignore you or chuck it in the bin. And believe you me, I've only been podcasting for just under a year and I get a lot of pitches that are completely irrelevant that would not be of any interest to my audience even though I'm brand new to it so I know what a bad pitch looks like and I know what a good one looks like so first of all if you really want to be on a podcast make sure that you listen to it and again it sounds obvious doesn't it but I know from the, the messages I get sometimes that people don't listen to my podcast so somebody emailed me saying I've got a personal trainer and he wants to come on your podcast and it it didn't say anything about pet businesses on there. I'm not quite sure why he'd got in touch. To be honest, but that's just a bit of an example. So make sure that you listen to it and follow the host and see the type of things that they cover. So follow them on social media, have a look. Yeah, I would spend at least one month really following them, really engaging with them, really kind of scrutinising what it is that they do. Like when I first started listening to podcasts, the first one I listened to was Dominic Hodgson's and I listened to about 20 on one big car drive and then listened to Janet Murray's and I listened to about 20. So I knew everything about her. Um, and you know, not that I was going to pitch her or anything, but I did go, I did end up being a client of hers because I'd learned so much about her from the podcast. So find a podcast that you like, go and binge on it, learn everything that you can possibly learn about what it is that that person does. And then the more understanding that you've got, the better your pitch is going to be. Um, Look at the topics that they cover and consider what you can offer to their readers. Um, So, you know, if they cover, you know, if they've already covered nutrition and you're a dog nutritionist, think about what you can give them that's going to be a little bit different. Um, You know, is there a new nutrition trend? Is there something that you talk about that nobody else talks about? Because you already know that, that they're interested in the topic because they've done it once. What you've got to do is move that topic on and give them something a little bit different another thing that's really going to help you if you're going to be pitching to a podcast is you're obviously going to go and engage them and nurture them on social media and you know flatter them and do some schmoozing but another thing that's really going to help you is if you leave them a nice review so if you go and I go and check on Apple reviews every now and then not like some kind of egomaniac but it is really lovely to get a nice review isn't it so go and leave a review and make it clear who you are when you leave that review so you they remember you so like if I wanted to go and if I wanted to go on like Bella Vasta's podcast and I was doing this for her, I would leave a review and make sure she knew it was Rachel Spencer and not you know Charlie one, two, three, four five six seven seven, eight. I would make it really clear that she knew it was me and that I would go and write something really nice about her. Um, another thing to think about is if you are pitching yourself as an expert in any way, shape, or form, they're going to come and check you out, so you need to demonstrate that you're an expert. So if um, you know, if a couple of years ago, if I'd have sent a pitch off saying, I'm a publicity, I help pet businesses get publicity, and I can give you expert advice on X, Y, Z for your readers or listeners, but I didn't have my blog, if I didn't have my book, if I didn't have any of the other things demonstrating that I could, I could give their reader, their listeners, expert advice, I would. I would expect that my email probably wouldn't be answered. So make sure that you've, if you're saying I'm an expert on, you know, canine nutrition, or I'm an expert on anxious cats, make sure that you've got lots of content out there demonstrating that. So, for example, one of my clients, Katie, Katie is the Cat Lady with a K. Um, if you go and have a look at her blog, she's got such brilliant content on there about being a cat groomer and she's training to be a cat behaviourist. So, if she was pitching to a podcast about cat grooming tips for anxious cats they can go and have a look at her they can go and have a look on her blog where she's sharing stories about how she's helped anxious cats so let's say if the listener listens in and they think okay I'd like to I'd like to learn more from this lady I'd like to find out more about Katie and what she does with the anxious cats they can head on over to her website and learn more so as a podcaster as the person who you know puts out the podcast if I've got someone coming on here I want to know that I can send anyone listening to their website so they can find out more about them so, for example, I'm interviewing Ricky Sullivan um, in a couple of days, and she is the canine copywriter. So, she's a copywriter for the canine industry, for for pet for pet brands, for pet blogs, and she's got loads of. She's only been going for a few months, but she's already got loads of great content on her website, loads of guides on how to write, write a blog post, loads of guides on copywriting, things that that pet brands need to know. So, I know Ricky's going to come and give advice on my podcast, and then if people want to find out more, they can go and they can go and check her out on her website and they know that she's an expert because she's got that there now ricky is really new to it but she's brilliant and that's why i want her on here but i'm also getting her on the podcast because i know i can send people to further further their knowledge and further their understanding with ricky so that's you know be able to demonstrate that you're an expert okay so when we are thinking about pitching to the podcaster what we want to think about is what can you give their listeners that is relevant Um, and what I want you to remember now and please don't think I'm being rude is that it isn't about you it's about them so if you're approaching a podcaster and you're thinking okay I want to go and I want to go on this podcast because I want more people to know that I'm an expert on you know eco-friendly pet brands you have to think about you can't be thinking, I want people to know about me as an expert, on about, about how they can work with me as an eco-friendly pet brand expert. What you need to be thinking about is, what do people need to know when it comes to creating an eco-friendly pet brand? What can I give them on this podcast? And then how can they find out, you know, then what I need to be giving them stuff that's going to compel them to want to know more about me. So you have to make it about them and not about you. So if you were sharing tips about anxious cats, or if you, were, if you wanted to pitch yourself as an expert on anxious cats, you wouldn't just go on there and say, I'm an, you wouldn't just pitch and say, I am an expert on anxious cats and I want more people to know about me. You would go to them and say, I'm an expert on anxious cats and I can tell your listeners about how they can do X, Y, Z to protect their cats from feeling more anxious in the summer, to protect their cats from feeling more anxious after lockdown. You've got to be thinking about the listener and what you're going to be giving to them. So I think I've kind of hammered that home enough but it is not about you. It's about them. It's about their listeners. That is who they're going to be thinking about. They're not sitting there, like newspaper journalists, like editors. They're not sitting there thinking, oh, I really need to go and promote this person. They're thinking, what can this person give my listeners? How can I give my listeners something decent? They don't want to be showing up and putting out a load of all you know advertising tripe to them. They want to be giving them something good. So think about what you can give them, what's going to be relevant. So if I look at, um, I went on the Bella Vasta podcast, um, It was probably coming up to 18 months ago now. And I did not expect her to invite me on. Honestly, it was before I had the podcast. I'd I'd only kind of been doing coaching fairly, not for very long. And I listened to her in Andrew and Pete's membership. And I thought, oh my God, she's so brilliant. I've got to just send her a message. And I just sent her a message on Facebook and said, Hi, Bella, I just wanted to say I really enjoyed your class in Andrew and Pete's membership. And this was not a pitch. So this was a bit of a fluke, really. Um, And I just said... Um, I really enjoyed it I'm a, I'm a freelance journalist and I help pet businesses get publicity so it was really great to to you know hear about what you had to say and I'll obviously go and follow you on social media and it'd be great to stay in touch and then she came back and said oh great would you like to come on my, on my podcast so I was like oh my god this was the f- I think it might have been like either the first or second podcast I've ever been on so and like Bella Vasta is huge so she said, do you want to come on the podcast? And then she sent me to a form on a website where I had to explain what it was I could give to her listeners. So a lot of the bigger podcasts, they will make you fill out a form, they'll make you reply, and they'll make you drill down what it is that you've got to offer them. So expect to have to do that as well. So when I did go on Bella's podcast, it was brilliant. Um, you know, oh God, it was just like so exciting. I was going nuts. Um, and when I listened to it back, you can literally tell how excited I am. My voice has gone up by about, you know, 27 tones or something. Um, but it was really good because I could talk about how publicity could help pet business owners. Her audience are pet business owners who want to raise a profile. And we talked about loads of different things. It was so, so good. Um, and at the end, I was able to mention what I did, mention my website. And I also had a download, which was just for Bella's listeners about um, you know tips on how to write a press release. So again, by giving... Um, by giving our audience something, something of value, that then compelled them to go and sign up for my, for my freebie, which meant that, you know, that was, that was fantastic for me as I was trying to grow my audience and trying to get more people to find out about me. It was brilliant, brilliant exposure for me. So remember when you're on the podcast as well, that you need to be memorable. You need to be a really enthusiastic, really kind of ramp up your personality, really kind of turn it up when you're on the podcast as well. Um, so Okay, so I've waffled on a lot now. I'm now going to talk to you about how to do your pitch. So I've kind of written something out. You'll hear my, my paper rustling, as you always do. <sighs> okay, so when you're writing your pitch, you really do have to kind of put any feelings of, oh, I don't want to be fawning, or oh, I don't want to sound like I'm being like a big creep or something like that, or, you know, making making a big song and dance about this podcaster. Um you need to leave that at the door because you do, you are going to have to schmooze them a little bit. Now, remember, they work really hard putting out the podcast every week or however, however often they put it out. It costs them money. It costs them time. They're giving their time to interview you or to have you on as a guest. Um, so, you know, you have to be you have to come across as charming. You have to be you just have to try and build that relationship with them in the first place. So, again, I get emails all the time and I get this from a blog blog mostly and then that now they've started coming through from my podcast where they just say hi and they don't even know what my name is and it's not hard to find out my name it's all over my website but even if they just said hi Rachel I've listened to your podcast and blah blah blah, blah it would mean a lot more than just hi. Um anyway so go and find out who they are and you're gonna have to do a bit of schmoozing. Um so and the reason why I say this is, remember, you know, they're the one giving you the leg up, not the other way around. They're helping you. You're getting in front of their listeners. So they're the one helping you. So you have to you have to approach the relationship and approach the pitch with that in mind. OK, so you would do your schmoozing, go and follow them on social media, go and do the nurturing b- beforehand. And I do at least a month of that. Um, and then when you're feeling ready to pitch you would go on the website and find the right they might have a section on the website with like pitch to me and some guidelines on the best way to pitch to them they might have they might have a team that deal with a pod depending on how how big they are they might have a team that deal with podcast pitch ideas that kind of thing so go and try and find out who it is that you need to go and approach but what you might do is you might just simply send a. Um, send an email via a contact form on their website. So I'm assuming that that's the way that you're going to do it. But depending on how big how big they were, there might be a few more steps for you to follow. So if it was someone like, you know, Amy Porterfield or Janet Murray or something like that, you might have to jump through a few more hoops to get to the actual person who runs the podcast. So what we want to do is we want to deliver a really nice, well-thought-out pitch. So, and we're going to do the schmoozing as well. So I would start it, and again, I'm going to put a template in the show notes for this episode, which you can go and download. I would start it with something like, I've listened to your podcast for a number of months, years, whatever, depending on how long they're going for, um, and, you know, and then say what you think about the podcast and don't, you know, have your template, have your, you know, I've listened to your podcast and, you know, I've listened to your podcast for so many, for however many years and X, Y, Z, and then you tell them what you think of their podcast and be be honest be colloquial just talk to them like you were talking to a friend so let's say for example you were pitching to like Dominic Hodgson to be on his pet business podcast you might say I've listened to your podcast Dominic for you know for the last three years or however long it is that you've been listening to it and that you really enjoyed his last episode where he talked about um how to earn more money than you could competitors or the interview that he did with doggy daycare owner Sarah Stevens or with dog groomer Colin Taylor who is on the Pooch Perfect show. So you do a little bit of schmoozing and you show that you have taken the time out to listen to their podcast Then the next part of your pitch will be, I'm getting in touch to see if your listeners might be interested, see if you might be interested in covering, and then you're going to talk about your area of expertise. So let's say if you were pitching to a business podcast and you're a pet photographer, your pitch might be about how pet owners could take better, um, how pet businesses could take better photos of their businesses on their smartphone. And you could explain that the reason why I think this would be a good pitch is because often um, you know there's loads going on in the pet business, but you don't have the budget to have a photographer following you around all the time. Um, but by having better pictures, it can be a really great way of marketing your business and making more people see you, making you stand out from the competition, and so on. You might then say, you know, I could cover how to take pictures on your smartphone, how to um, make sure that the lighting is right, and maybe how to you know how to use treats to get dogs to pose in a certain way, that kind of thing. So if you were running like a pet business podcast, that could be a really great thing for you to cover for your listeners. Similar that I've actually, I've actually done that with Kerry Jordan, but that could be a great pitch for a business podcast. And then the final part of your pitch will be something like, you know, thank you so much for taking the time to read this Um, If you'd like to listen to other interviews that I've given, and then you might want to give some links to other interviews that you've given so they can go and listen and make sure that you come across well on a podcast and you don't, you know, that you've got some personality, that you've got lots of, you know, you're going to entertain the readers, that you know what you're talking about. Now, if you haven't got any podcasting experience, then that's okay; It's not the end of the world. But what I would do is I would send them to your blog or something that can demonstrate you are an expert in what you do or that you, you know, something that's going to show you know what you're talking about. So, for example, you know, when I pitched to Bella at that time, she could go to my blog and she could see that I was already creating content around the areas that I was going to cover on the podcast. And then the final part of your pitch will be something like, you know, I would love to know your thoughts and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Um, And yeah, just leave your contact details, your website, um, make it really easy for them to get in touch with you. Um, And yes, just make sure that you've spelled the name right and a few things like that. that's really important. People people do get, you know, people do get a little bit if you don't spell the name right. So that's the pitching side of things. Um, so if you get a yes to your pitch and you then get on the podcast, then that is absolutely brilliant. So you've sent your carefully crafted pitch, you've done your research, you've come up with your idea. They've come back to you and they've said yes to you. The next part of the process is to have a bio and some nice photos ready. So again, quite a lot of podcasts, when they sign you to go on to go and do the chat about whatever it is that you're talking about, they'll ask you to, sometimes you upload them onto a Google Sheet or something like that, but they'll expect you to have this ready. So have that ready quickly. Um, Have a bio written out, so a little bit about your background what it is that you do how you help people and have a nice professional headshot ready because a podcast is just like a normal publication they're probably going to want to have a picture of you on there so make sure that you've got the right right decent imagery to send off to them So when you've been on the podcast, what's really important is to promote it. And when I say promote it, like share the living daylights out of it. When I went on Bella's podcast, I did a blog post about going on the podcast. I was so excited. I shared it on social media. I shared it to people who get my newsletter on my email list, shared it loads. I still share it now. Um, I talk about it now and it was 18, it's coming up to Well, I did the interview 18 months ago and it went out about a year ago. Um, So, yeah, really promote the living daylights out of it. And then finally, oh, my gosh, like follow up and thank the person who you've been on the podcast with. Maybe leave them a review, leave them something on LinkedIn. Just be memorable. So if they ever need your topic covering again, they think of you and they think of you as being that nice person who was really lovely to deal with, who did everything that they needed from you and also who was grateful of the opportunity and who promoted you to their followers and so on. Now, often, you know, if you're on a big podcast, they are going to have a much bigger audience and following than you. Like I was on Janet Murray's podcast before Christmas and she has got, you know, probably about God knows how many times the followers that I have, um, you know, I get like a thousand downloads a month and I'm really chuffed with that. I think she gets something like 35,000 A week which is just phenomenal so the you know the least I could do was promote it to my followers and obviously follow up and say thank you which is something that I would always do Um, and yes and then after that what I would also do is put it into your kind of social media scheduler um, into your content scheduler and then share it at relevant times as well so obviously share it when it goes out and share it in the kind of week and month that follow Um, And then afterwards, you know, just keep it in your content calendar. So when you're looking for stuff to promote, um, you can share it. And obviously always tag the person in the podcast on there as well. Okay, so I hope that's everything that you need if you are thinking of pitching yourself to a podcast. And if you want to get the download, then head over to my website, which is publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk forward slash podcast pitch. And you can go and download the freebie template there. And if you've got any questions, then do find me on social media in my free Facebook group or at Rachel Spencer UK. And thank you once more for supporting this podcast. Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.